Hey, Josh, it's Martin Price, and you are in the Back to Your Future social experiment. And welcome. I so appreciate your time because I know how crazy busy you are at the minute. It's just ridiculous, the stuff that you and Nikki are doing online. So, yeah, a bit about your backstory. I think we met in maybe the ClickFunnels group, and yeah. uh, I just mm -hmm. saw some of the posts that you were just getting some incredible engagement on, just fantastic. And I was thinking... I need to connect with these guys. And uh, and I thought he's a Brit, but then when we got speaking, you're kind of half Brit, half French. So exactly. a bit, yeah. bit of a mix, <laughs> which, is, which is perfect because my son is half, one of my sons is half French and the other one's half um, Polish. Long story, don't need to go into that. But anyway, yeah, so um, saw what you were doing, uh, you guys are doing online. And I just thought I have to connect with these guys because it's absolutely incredible. So um, you, you're 20 years old, it's ridiculous. You're more than under half of my age and crushing it way more than I have on social media in like a tenth of the time, a hundredth of the time, just so <laughs> quick, such a rapid rise. I'm, I'm so impressed, man. Um, so this is, this is um, you. If you want to go into a bit more about your backstory, because um, I, I know some of it, and it's, it's not all a bed of roses you're upbringing. So mm, if you yeah. want to go into a bit about your backstory, I'd love to hear it, and everybody else yeah, would love to hear it. Definitely. Yeah. Well, first of all, thanks for having me. Thanks for having me. Definitely a pleasure being here. Um, yeah. So, so for me, so I've been working online for, for a few years now, four years, it was four years in January. Um, and, you know, just to give a, a brief backstory, we can talk a, a bit more about it later on if, if like, in the questions or, or whatever, but, um, you know, I was growing up and, and I was growing up and I, 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 you know, I had a very difficult, difficult upbringing, obviously not, nothing compared to, to, to some in, in some countries, right. But more in the, in the Western world, uh, I was, you know, I grew up with a single mum. Uh, my dad uh, left when I was um, when I was five years old, um, and I had a little brother as well. So he let, he was two, I think, when he left. Um, and we kind of, you know, grew up together as a little team, and it was going good at first, um, as it normally does. Um, but obviously, with uh, with my mum being divorced, being a single mum in a foreign country, not knowing the language, it kind of went downhill, you know. And and you hear these stories all the time, and then kind of alcohol kind of took a hold of her because she was a drinker her whole life uh, but obviously you know when you're when you're 20 when you're 30 you can handle hangovers and drink way better than you are when you're 40 in the, in the 40s or 50s yeah. you know and you know obviously that took a hold of my mum slowly 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 start cramping up cramping up cramping up on um you know and uh, she she met um she met like another bloke who then was her boyfriend for six years. Uh, me and him didn't get along, and then she split up with him um, after six years. And that was kind of a big hit for her, especially after, you know, divorce, and then him, and then being back alone again, uh, even in a worse situation than what she was before. Um, yeah. And then drink again, even more drink. And then she met another guy um, who was basically the, the exact same person as her, but in a, in a, in a man, in a male form, a, a complete drunk, bottle whiskey a day, bottle whiskey a day, whiskey and coke. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, absolutely crazy. And they lasted two years. And then from there, it was, um, it was pretty tough. But, and, and, and then I was, um, how old was I? I must have been 13 years old when they got together. And uh, obviously, that's when things started getting a bit, you know, they started getting physical, like violent and lots of arguing and stuff. It's not very good to see. And um, it was very, like, it, it kind of felt that I had to be the man for my brother sort of thing, like the, the, the dad for my brother. Um, and, and sometimes even the, even the man for my mum in certain situations. Um, so I kind of grew up like, like, like that. Um, it wasn't all bad. You know, I grew up in France, amazing country, in, in the countryside. Yeah. Absolutely loving that. <laughs> yeah. I still miss it even today. Um, but, you know, it's, it wasn't all bad. But there was those times where it was very difficult. Money, 
we never had any money, you know, living off of six, seven hundred euros a month off the government and food stamps, welfare. It wasn't the best, but we got through. And um, at the age of 15, I, um, I dropped out of high school right before high school was supposed to end. Um, and I got a, a job for my uncle because my uncle worked. He has um, an electrical host, uh, wholesaler company, and uh, it's, it's the biggest one in Bristol. And so he does pretty well. Um, and I went over there when I just turned 16, uh, like a month after I turned 16. And that's wow. kind of when this journey started, basically. So I, I got there. Um, I got there in October of 2015. And then for basically 2015, like well, basically October, November, December, those three months I just was working, made 800 pounds a month, because that's what I was getting paid, you know, 10 hours a day as well. So like really bad wage, <laughs> <laughs> but, but it wasn't bad. It was a bit of pocket money, you know, going from nothing to then making 800 pounds a month wasn't too bad. And then I just got, I don't know, I don't know how it happened, but I just got kind of um, drawn in by Instagram. So growing Instagram accounts, selling shout outs, and I made my first penny on Instagram and it was, I think it was like five bucks, 10 bucks for a shout out, like shouting someone out my page. Um, yeah. And that was really cool. And that's when I got a taste of it. And that, was, that must have been beginning of 2016, which was awesome, right? So four years, basically, four, four full years now. And then from there, I was back and forth with Instagram, um, not really knowing what to do. And uh, in 2017, October, so two years, two, four years, I was working there. I saved up, I think it was like four or five thousand dollars, like three three thousand pounds or something. Um, and I'd quit my job. I'd quit my job then um, in, in October. And I'd quit my job because I was talking to someone online. And uh, this person kind of promised me that he was going to make me a bunch of money if I paid him three grand, which was all my money for coaching, for being a, a solo ad seller. And pretty much all of us have experienced some sort, like, not all of us, but some of us have experienced something like that, right? Where you where you talk to someone, they run away you like with your money, and that's One of exactly these gurus. Like, these gurus, exactly. These gurus yeah. taking your money, telling you, you know all, all these promises and stuff, guarantees. Um, but it is all BS. <laughs> it's, it's not. Yeah. I don't ever take anyone's word for it. When it, when it, whenever there's a word guarantee there, and and I was silly enough, being 17 at the time, 18, 17, I must have been and gave him all my money and then lost it literally like a month after I'd quit my job, lost him. And he disappeared, it. disappeared, but completely blanked me. He didn't block me though. He didn't block me. I can still, <laughs> I still see his profile, but he's not posting. Uh, I, you know, and, I, and I saw it and I was like, Oh my God, what, what has this happened? Okay. I, I was, I was sending him a bunch of messages, like kind of like chain messages. Right. So I would send one on Monday, one on Tuesday, one on Wednesday. He just wouldn't reply for a few weeks. And I was like, well, he's obviously gone and took my money. Right. So that was that. And then I had an Instagram account, right? I had an Instagram account and I'd grown, you know, back from like a few months ago or like the last year, whenever it was. And it had like 60, 70,000 followers. And I, had, I, had, I knew someone on Facebook who was looking for an account, for an account to buy. And I sold in my Instagram account for $600, I think it was, like 500 pounds. That's nothing, man. Yeah, exactly. It's nothing. Yeah, but I was so uh, desperate. I had no money. So what I did was I booked the flights back to France to my mum's. Um, you know, because I kind of like was like, well, I just quit my job. I can't, well, I could ask for my job back, but how stupid am I going to look after telling everyone how big I was going to make it, right? Yeah. So I was like, no way, I'm not going back there. So I was like, well, I'm going to go back to France and I'm going to figure this online stuff out myself, you know, go back to France. And obviously with my mom being the person she is and the problems she has wasn't the best. Um, so I was there for like a month and then I decided to go live with my mate for a few months. Um, and then eventually the tenants were like, well, you can't all be living in a studio apartment. This is for like one person. Back. I, to get out. I, to get out. I had to go straight back to, uh, to my mum's. 
um, which was exactly to the exact beginning of 2018. And um, I got some amounts and I had made like a couple grand in between those, those few months, basically uh, doing some Instagram services, helping people out growing their account, really like um, <clears throat> just like doing my best to make a little bit of money so I can pay, you know, my part of the rent for my friend and, and stuff like that. And um, I'd got that done. So I'd gotten back to my mum's and, you know, all hell kind of went loose, you know, arguing every single day. And, and we all yeah. know how important it is to, ha to, to be around um you know, people who you feel comfortable with, who, you, who are going to make you grow, right mindset. And me, it was kind of the, the, the complete opposite sort of thing. Yeah, being dragged um, down. Yeah, exactly. And, 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 and everyone out there who's watching this, who, who's been through that, who, you know, has parents like that, friends like that, you know, everyone knows how, how terrible it is, you know, being with the wrong partner. And it, it was kind of like me um, being in there, you know, middle of, middle of France, didn't have a car, didn't have a bike, didn't have nothing in the same house as my mum basically 24 seven, she's drunk by midday, very, very bad. Um, and so I decided to, with the couple grand that I had, was to look for a few ways to make money online. And I found, I came across dropshipping. So dropshipping right. from AliExpress, tried that out for like four or five months, didn't work out, lost my couple grand. <laughs> Again. <laughs> yeah, so this, this is literally two and a half years of just being, just being beaten down. Two and a half years, I started like literally a year, a year before that point, I had more money, you know, at 16 working at working for my uncle. And now I'm doing this whole online stuff, lost all my money, had nothing to my name. And yeah. um, um, I, I must have, like I racked up like around like a few hundred euros, like a few hundred euros just to pay my mom, like my mom some food, some rent and stuff, just to keep it afloat. And I was kind of thinking, okay, what can I do? What can I do? What can I do? And this was right after I lost all my money um, in Facebook ads with dropshipping. And I was like, what can I do? And I'd remembered, I'd invested in a, well, put a bit of money into like an, an affiliate marketing company like a, a couple of years ago, basically. And I just remembered that I was involved in that company. So what I did was like, okay, well, I have this business. Um, I need to pay the membership, but that's okay. I have a little bit of money saved, pay the, pay the membership. And for probably like three, four weeks, I, all I did for like six hours a day was just on my computer, personal development, you know, really the mindset side of things, because it's such an important part. Um, that many people just overlooked, to be honest. Right. Um, and, and I really, because I knew it wasn't a business that was going to make me rich, not necessarily, because we can, you know, there's money to be made in anything these days. Yeah. More what's in, what's in your mind, you know, how much yeah. willpower, self-belief you have. And I was drilling down on that, you know, it's very hard to do. Uh, but I did that for three, four weeks and I started on Facebook. This is when I started on Facebook, so like around a year, over, just over a year and a half ago, I think, like around right. a year and a half ago. And I started with that and three, four weeks of really, you know, personal development, started posting on Facebook every day and slowly, slowly, um, I started figuring out Facebook, how to talk to people, sales, all of that sort of stuff. Just like having some initiative, something that not many people have these days, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, initiative, you know, getting, getting, like when someone is stuck these days, people just complain. They don't want to get out of it. It's the same thing for like, you know, on, on when people are, you know, working online and stuff and there's a, there's, there's a problem that you can't solve, Instead of wasting someone's time, how about you Google it? You know, you do it yourself, a bit of initiative, you know, and that's yeah. something that people lack. And, and, and I had a lot of that because I was stuck. And um, next thing, you know, basically to cut the story short, from that point, four months later, I just, I basically did 100K in sales, which was pure profit, basically. 100K wow. pure profit. And I was 18 at the time. So it was from wow. like 18, four months before 19. And yeah, and then basically from that there, is incredible. Off, that yeah, is absolutely. incredible. 
Yeah, it's insane, absolutely insane. And and this is something that people shouldn't really underestimate. You know, when you when you're in a sticky situation, you really can't get out of it. If you just keep pushing, like it took me two it took me two and a half years to get to that point. Two and a half years of just work, work. When I was working in my old job, I would take ten toilet breaks a day, like fifteen minutes at a time on my phone. You know, <laughs> you know so I was doing everything I possibly could. You know, and and it does pay off, when, especially when you really put it back into it. That's incredible, man, in such a short space of time as well, because you were going from like basically being a child in a really difficult family life to then growing into a person that's smashing, smashing um, social media and learning it yourself as well. So that, that segues lo lovely into the first question as well. So I really appreciate that backstory and, and the honesty as well in that and the vulnerability. So um, question number one then. Um, you're crushing social media. I don't know if it's just Facebook because you mentioned Instagram. Are you still using other um, social media or is it just Facebook mainly? Um, mainly just Facebook. Mainly, I know a lot of people say you should kind of diversify, but right now for us, it's just Facebook. Focus on one thing at a time right now. Right. And so um, here's a real, real um, shocker for those watching and listening. You've just done your first 10K day yeah. at 20 years of age. That yeah. is incredible. What do you attribute... What, what do you, oh right, still 19, even better. So <laughs> you attribute that success to in, in social media? And um, do you think the, the model that you're following at the moment is, is going to be around for a long time? Or are you thinking about how to move now and pivot to something else? Or, you know, is Facebook going to be around for a long time for marketers like yourself? Yeah, I, I genuinely do think so. I genuinely think Facebook is, is going to be around. It's, it's one of the... When when did Facebook be, um when did Facebook come out was it two thousand and four or two thousand and seven? Do you know I don't of, even know? Yeah. yeah, it was one of those. It was a long time ago. It was like one of the first big ones to come out, right? Um, and 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 I can't stand these questions when people are like, well, what if Facebook shuts down tomorrow? If Facebook if Facebook disappears tomorrow, trust me, everything is disappearing. Instagram, everything is disappearing. First of all, Instagram is owned by Facebook, Mark Zuckerberg, right? And and yeah, Facebook is here to stay. Like most social medias who have been around this long will stay good, um, you know, unless some sort of crisis happens, right? Um, and, and the way, you know, I'm doing things right now is just giving out everything I know for free. And, and this is something that Gary Vee preaches a ton, a ton, a ton, a ton. And is if you can give out, you know, everything you know for free, um, you will win it. It's just those who are giving out everything they possibly can for free, for the longest amount of time, they always win in the end. And, yeah. and obviously the goal is to make money in the end, but you know, that's something that people just don't have the patience for. They really don't. They, they can't stick six months of just helping people out for free and not making any money for six months. But it's where you doing that six months of work is, is going to get you to where you want to get to. So that's kind of the model I'm following is I know it's something that people hear a ton again and again and again and again. And obviously one day, um, I don't think it's, it's ever going to get saturated. Um, but there is new things will come along, won't they? New things exactly. will, and, and Facebook's adapting as well. So people will have to learn how to use that for business and market in a different format. So, yeah, you just got to roll with it. Yeah, and that's business. That's business. That's business. And obviously, if you're running your business online, there's going to be changes, and you need to adapt. If you can't adapt, then you're gonna, then you're eventually gonna lose. So yeah, yeah, that's, that's that. kind yeah. of my take. Yeah. yeah, and I love I love Gary Vee as well because what he says yeah. is his company's worth like 160 million now. It should be probably worth 500 million, but because he's given away so much information for free, he's leaving so much on the table. But hey, he's still happy with the 160 million company because that, 
it doesn't need any more than that. It doesn't even need 160 million, <laughs> but anyway, exactly. it would be nice. <laughs> okay. Yeah, not, not to cut you off, mate, but that, no, that's something right. that a lot of people um, get wrong. Um, Ty Lopez once said, he was in an interview, I think it was, um, where he got asked a question, what's the difference between making 100K and a million? Like the, the feeling that you get, the lifestyle, he said there's nothing, there's nothing different. The same thing for making a million a year to 10 million a year, there's probably not going to be that much different. You're still living a good life. Yeah. Uh, so if you're making 10k a month and you want to make 100k a month, just be good with the 10k a month. Different problems come along, right? Because, you know, when you were on 800 pounds a month, you had challenges with 800 pounds a month. If it's eight grand a month or 80 grand a month, different challenges come along. <laughs> definitely, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Okay, so question number two is, so I'm, I'm an oldie and you are obviously really young which is scary but you've got so much a wealth of information and knowledge do you find that the oldies like me don't respect the fact that you are 20 and you have so much information to give and how do you handle that if they're not willing to listen and learn from you yeah that's um that is something that's very real it is very very real i i can't and um you know a lot of people that i look up to are 40 and above just is because to be honest if you're if you're 40 years old um, you have life experience. You have, if you're 40 and over, you have life experience and you can wipe out anyone who is 20. Like, you know, 20 years of life experience is just insane. Like, I don't even imagine where I'm going to be in 20 years, you know? So when you think of it that way, then yeah. And then obviously looking down, it's like me looking down on my little brother trying to give me advice on money. I'm going to be like, well, I don't know. <laughs> so yeah. I, I understand. And it's one of those things where I feel like it's the, um, the maybe the ego where I, I do get that a lot. I, I get it all the time. No question um, offline. When I meet someone who's older than me, don't take me serious. Never, never, never. My, my cousins, my family, my, you know, Nikki's friends, because Nikki's a bit older than me. So yeah, nobody takes me serious offline, you know, and that's fine. That's fine. I'm just, I'm just waiting, you know, <laughs> online, it's a bit different. online, you know, a lot of people, they do take in what I say. They, they give it a thought. I, I have loads of people hitting me up every day who are a lot older than me, uh, who who are and they're, and they're just being coachable. They they've dropped their ego and they know they need to listen um, if they want to learn something when it comes to, to social media. Uh, but I do get occasional people just not listening when it when it comes. Yeah, to yeah, cool. Isn't it? Yeah, exactly. You're going to get it. Okay, so question number three then. Have you done any fun questions as well? Not just boring business stuff, but fun questions as well. Have you ever done any extreme sports like bungee jumping, parachute jumping or anything like that? I've never done any extreme sports. I would love, um, I would love to go skydiving. That's one thing that I would really love. To. Bungee jumping is definitely something that I would do, but skydiving is definitely on, on, the, on, on the top of the list, yeah. But um, yeah, I'm not too good with heights. <laughs> that could be a problem. <laughs> yeah, definitely. We actually have. Um, I mean, I mean, um, is it is it water skiing? Water skiing, yeah. Is that an extreme sport? I think it is, isn't it? Uh, maybe it depends what you're doing at the back of a boat or. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah I mean, they, they have they have some here in uh, in Alicante, so I might I might do that in the summer this year. So that's probably the, the most extreme thing I would have done. Um, awesome. But yeah. Definitely on the list, definitely on the list. Cool, okay. Uh, next question is, what's a regular day look like for you? Is it typical you work from nine till midday, take lunch break, and then from one till four or five o'clock, something like that? Or is it depending on what you're doing? It could be if you're talking to clients in the US, then you've got to work your day out based on that. Or if they're in the Far East, you work your day around that. What is there a typical day for you? Yeah, 
Uh, there's never a typical day. There's never a typical day. We, we, we try to keep it structured because um, lately I've been realizing, that, you know, like um, talking to someone on the phone the other day and, and, and mentioned uh, in entrepreneurship, in business, when you're starting out, it's not very important to have a structure to your day. It just isn't. The most important thing is just to progress, to make a bit of money. But once you hit a certain point, whatever that point is, five grand, 10 grand, um, somewhere where you are in life, then once you hit that structured, you need to have a structure today. You need to be waking up at X amount of time. You need to be going to sleep at X amount of time. You need to be having a, a structure in your relationship and everything you're doing in your health and your mind. Um, and right now, that's what I've been realizing in the last couple months. Um, so what I do on a day-to-day -day basis, I don't wake up at 8 a.m. That's really early for me. We were waking up at 11 a.m. before. You know, so <laughs> good, it's good. Um, and feeling really good. So 8 a.m., what I would do is I wake up at 8 a.m., you know, get ready, have a shower. Um, I don't eat breakfast in the morning. So just chill up, chill out for like an hour and, and just have um, have a tea or something. And then maybe uh, I'll relax in between. I might do a little bit of reading. Mainly I might get on a couple of calls in the morning. I will reply to messages, emails, comments, everything on, on Facebook. I will get out of the way usually before midday one o'clock um and then once midday comes along usually go out you know chill out for like an hour two hours coffee lunch whatever it may be and come back do a couple more hours work um i'm someone i i, I can't sit down for like 10 hours and work and, and work 10 hours straight i've got to have two hours here one hour here yeah. two hours so that's kind of how it is there and in the evening as well there'll be a couple hours so on a day on, on, on an average day i'd say actual work um, I work probably like four hours a day, probably on average. But there's on top of that, there is two, three, four, five, six hours of calls that I don't really consider work. It's just fine, sort of strategy. Yeah, yeah. So, so there is this is the whole thing, isn't it? Is it? If it's your passion and, and you're driven to do it, it doesn't feel like work. Whereas if you're in a nine to five that is draining you and you just don't want to be there and you're counting the minutes down to the end of the day, that is, is really difficult. But if it's your passion like this, you know, technically we are working now, aren't we? But it's fun, yeah. you know, it, it's, it's good fun. So I don't class this as work either. Me neither, me neither, exactly. Yeah. Cool. 100%. Okay, so next uh, question is, do you have a favorite saying or quote? Is there anybody that you, you love? Mm, I can't, no, I don't have a favorite quote. I don't have a favorite quote. Um, and, and when it comes, like, people as well, people like a favorite person or something, uh, favorite person, like that either, like I get, I get asked that a lot, like, who look up to, you know, who's your mentor, or, and I, and I genuinely don't really have any, like, I've never been like, hmm, I've been looking at this, or whatever, um, but I do have maybe a couple of people, so Gary Vee, you know, Ty Lopez, um, Joe Rogan, have you heard of Joe Rogan? Yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah. I always watch his podcast all the time, like non-stop yeah. every day when I'm working, I have his podcast on. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, so those are like mainly the, the, the three main people that I really take advice from, like life advice, um, yeah. business um, related as well. Um, but yeah, that's that's really my main my main go-to. So there's a quote I've got at home and it's, one, it's on a little block as well. So it's a piece of uh, wood and it's in my bedroom and it says, life isn't about uh, waiting for the storm to pass. It's about learning to dance in the rain. That's awesome. So yeah. that, those are the kind of things that I like. I've got them dotted around the house. It's just really motivational for me, but no, that's great. Um, okay, so next question is the 
I, you were seven years old when the first iPhone came out. I can't believe this. So it's <laughs> incredible. And um, so I remember having an iPhone when they not long came out as well. Um, where do you where do you think? I mean, the smartphone is everything, right? At the moment, it's it's everything in your hand. It is a mini supercomputer. So. Where do you think mobile phones and smartphones are going to be in about 10 to 20 years time? And are they going to be used differently? Because AI is going to be a big part of it, right? So what, what do you think about uh, the future of smartphones and technology? Mm, I think it's going to be so different compared to what it is now, especially if we keep um, accelerating the, the, uh, at the rate we're doing now. It's going to be a completely different world in 10 years. I mean, imagine just like 10 years ago or 15 years ago, how different it was. Um, that's like 10 years ago, it was just starting sort of thing. And now we're just blowing past it so like i don't think we're gonna have like normal no normal mobile phones i don't really think we we might we you know they're either gonna be super thin super super powerful you can just literally do like a million things of it um god like it's it's in and it's it really can just go like a million different ways it can be like a I, i've seen um what's it called um like um invention people like put a bracelet and the phone is on your wrist and you, you know you step on there and stuff so it's probably going to be something like that, something like inside you or something, you know, who knows, like 20, 30 years sort of thing. Um, but 10 years, I think um, 10 years, is, we're going to be living in a completely different world, economically, you know, you know, society-wise. I <laughs> Compared it's, to like it's, it's, it's exciting though, right? You can, you can yeah, look okay. at it as, as uncertain, but you can look at it as well as exciting times ahead. That's the way I'm looking at it. You know, the world is your oyster, basically. Definitely, definitely, and 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 seeing how how fast we are we are growing, you know, like as, as humans, obviously there's a bunch of corruption and stuff. But when you focus on the good things, like Elon Musk and, and Bill Gates and changing the world and sending us to Mars, that's really cool. I can't, I can't, absolutely can't wait. So yeah, so there you I mean, go. that's one of the extreme things that you can do. You can buy one of those tickets to go to the moon or something, yeah. or, or uh, above um, the Earth's atmosphere, something like that. <laughs> cool. Okay. Yeah, I think that's coming out in years, isn't it? So. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that'd be incredible. Okay, so um, here's one. Is there anything that you, I'm not going to use the swear word. I know you like throwing some swear words in there. And please don't hold back if you want to swear, but is there anything that you've totally screwed up in your business so far? Bearing in mind, it's only like been three or four years. Is there anything you've really messed up? Or was it just the three grand that you threw at that guy uh, for the solo ad business? Mm, yeah, I've screwed up a couple of times. I've lost some money. Um, I've invested in into silly, silly things um, where like, uh, you know, we've all heard of um, of these companies that pop up and they and they guarantee you two percent return a day. I've invested money in that, and and I and I knew that it wasn't going to work. I didn't refer anyone because I knew it was going to go down. But I thought I could get in and out, um, and obviously didn't. So I, that was one mistake. Um, it was quite a decent chunk of money. It was five figures. So it was quite a decent chunk. Um, but anything up seriously seriously like i've never not not serious serious not not um i'm very like um i try to be on track with my finances with everything i'm doing so yeah i've never really if i had to it would be focusing on the wrong like on the wrong things like i, it, like, I, I should have focused even a half ago on um on my structure like day-to-day -day basis and instead I was waking up sometimes at 1 p.m., like 7 a.m., to bed at 6 a.m. and all over the place. And that's my biggest regret and biggest mistake, was not doing that sooner. So the structure to your working day, yeah. Mm -hmm. Wow, incredible. Okay, so um, the word entrepreneur is 
banded about everywhere now. What does the word mean to you? Because everyone seems to call themselves an entrepreneur, but does, it, does that have something in mind for you? What, what, does, what springs to mind when you think of the word entrepreneur? Mm, yeah, I mean, first of all, I mean, for me, I don't consider myself an entrepreneur. I just consider myself... Oh, you don't? Of, no, I just consider myself, Josh, honestly. I, 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 I don't think I've ever called myself an entrepreneur, not, not a single time. Because like you said, it is just being thrown around way too much. And, and, and entrepreneur, you know, in, in the definition of it, when you, when you Google it, it's someone that takes on financial risk, right? For financial gain. Um, and everyone's calling themselves an entrepreneur when they invest 10 bucks in a course or something. You know, that is not an entrepreneur. And it's just kind of been like thrown about way, way too much. Um, so yeah, I the just likes kind of Zuckerberg, who we mentioned, we talked about Mark Zuckerberg with Facebook, big risk, high risk there. Elon Musk with the Tesla, huge risk there. Um, Bill Gates back in the day with Microsoft and setting up um, computers and things. These are risk takers, aren't they? It's huge risk takers. And, and those are the, um, just uh, the biggest entrepreneurs of our, of our generation, of our, of our lifetime, you know, so, you know, and they are incredible individuals, you know, super, super smart, super, they, they just have a way different way of thinking compared to normal people. Um, but I guess, you know, like for me, for example, like I can consider myself an entrepreneur. I had three grand. I'd spend that three grand to make more, lost it, you know, so I knew the risk was there. It's just taking those risks. Uh, but for me, you know, I, 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 I just like with how I do everything, I just do things differently. Like I, I, um, I look at everyone and say, I'm not going to do that. I see everyone, um, you're trying to fit in online. I'm not going to do that. I'm just going to express myself, express my opinion, and it works. It works. If you're yourself, you're going to be unique because there is nobody out there like you. And that's kind of how I see it, to be honest, with my content, with everything I do. So it's working. I good. love that. I love that take on it because, yeah, I, I was expecting you to say, yeah, I'm an entrepreneur because I, I'm working in the digital online space. So, yeah, I consider myself an entrepreneur. That's my definition. But love it, the fact that you've turned it on its head and said, actually, no, I'm not the, the trailblazer that's actually taking all of that financial risk to develop yeah. something. So, yeah, I yeah. appreciate that. So, okay, so has anybody, we talked earlier about people not respecting your viewpoints and not wanting to be coached or whatever. So has anything happened recently where somebody's totally pissed you off and have you lost it with them either in a video call or in emails or online? Because we're a member of lots of groups online, right, where it's easy to sit behind a computer and slag people off and get into that. But has, has any of that happened to you recently? Have you lost um, lost it with anybody? I, 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 it's never it's never happened to me in uh, in four years, and especially recently, just, I've, it's never had to. Be, I, I had someone the other day though, um, who I I posted in ClickFunnels just to inspire some people. Um, he started commenting some some stuff like, "Oh, you know, he's just trying to sell you a course." And I was like, "Okay, cool. You know, whatever, right? I'm I'm gonna get it. It happens. That's cool. You know, whatever. I don't." Like whenever I see that, I just don't respond. I really don't respond. I have other people respond for me because they know I'm not, you know, bullshitting. And this person went in my inbox and he was saying me, "Ah, oh, Josh, send me a send me a video of PayPal. Send me this. Send me that. I've been really demanding." And I kind of freaked out. And this was like a week ago. And I kind of freaked out. It wasn't on a video call, just messages because I've never video calls. Um, they all go smooth. Um, right. But in messages, I started getting a bit annoyed, irritated. Like for the first time in a really long time, and I was saying. I saying, are you effing serious? Like, you know, that, that sort of stuff, explaining, give him a little lesson when it comes to, to business online, how you can't be demanding these things, approach it a different way, get on a call with me. You don't even have a profile photo because he didn't, he had nothing on his Facebook profile. It kind of seemed like it was set up by someone just to message me maybe. 
but yeah, I, again, mate, I, I never, I, I, I handle my emotions when it comes to the online side of things. I know, like I said, like I talked about this the other day, your, your reputation is to build up in seconds to just completely, you know, destroy. And it's very yeah. important to really be thoughtful about everything you do online. It really is. No, so, yeah, exactly. Um, we talked about Gary Vee earlier as well. He says exactly the same thing. There's always going to be trolls out there, no matter what you put. And Gary Vee is very marmite. You either love him or you hate him. He's always going to get those naysayers and negative people. But hey, you can respond to them, but be positive. They hate that even more when you're positive to them. Yeah, definitely, 100%, 100%. <laughs> <laughs> so here's the next fun question then. Um, are you the same Josh Cousins in your business persona, or are you totally different when you get off a business um, uh, call or something into the Josh, the, the person? If, if we were asking Nikki, would she say, yeah, pretty much the same, or are you completely different? I'd say different. I'd say different. i say different because I don't show it. I don't show a certain side of me um, online. Like, when I'm... When I'm like, uh, you know, not business, I, I'm very chill, you know, I, I, I just don't really take anything serious. I like joking about, I'm very like childish in my, in my head, I guess. Like, I love I, that, me too. <laughs> yeah, really, I like it though. Like, I don't really like, um, like I, would, I don't want to grow up. I don't want to be an adult because, you know, in, in, the, in the term adult, I feel like it's very boring, very, very, very boring. And I, I don't know everything, you know, I, when I see a cave, when I'm walking on the beach and I see a cave, I'm like, I want to go in there, you know? Like, I want to do these things. I want, you know, I want to just go out at 3 a.m. and just, you know, walk around, you know, I don't know, like, just do these things, you know? So I'm very different. I, I business-wise, um, I just try to keep it, like, kind of just business-wise sort of thing, you know, unless I'm, unless, obviously, I get on a call with someone and get to know, get to know me a little bit more. Um, so those sorts of things, you know. Uh, but I, I, you know, and and I and I do know in business, it's very, it's it's good to kind of show these sides, you know, of yourself, you know, the the, the your humor, the the serious side, the business side, the way you see the the personal things. Like me sharing this with you, I've only shared this twice, I think, on Facebook with what happened in my early life, you know. And people yeah. want to know. People really want to yeah. know that. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I saw. I you, I just, you've got a photo with Nikki, and um, it's got loads of likes because of the uh, the text as well. But you're like this, pulling your neck in, and you've got like a big yeah. double chin. It's yeah. hilarious. <laughs> I get that your characters come out. Hundred percent, and I can't um, I can't thank Nikki enough though for that because Nikki really got it out of me. Really, you know, before before I met Nikki, I was just business, just business, just make money, no personal branding that much. Uh, but now, you know. You know, whatever. I, I, she posted that photo. I didn't even know what, what photo she took. So for me, it's it's all good now. It's all good. So. Yeah. Do you know what I think for for your age as well? You show an extreme side of maturity, which is commendable given the background that you've had and the upbringing that you've had. It must have been really tough watching your mum with going with different men and then that not working out and then some of those being physically abusive as well. So it must have really played with you and you just seem so grounded now and you've got your head, your shit together and your head sorted. So that's highly commendable, man. It really is. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, but I, I, I do I do kind of um, kind of credit that a lot to, to my upbringing though, you know, because like when I, you know, when I, I, you know, when I was growing up with people, I just know people were not naming names or anything, but people who were close to me, um, they had parents who were rich. They had, they had everything when they were growing up. And now they're in even their late twenties, early thirties, they're still doing drugs. They're still doing these things and all of this sort of stuff. And it's ridiculous. It's not, they're not happy. They, they haven't, they're not in a, in a, in a stable state of mind. Um, and they're bitching about everybody else that is succeeding. 
Exactly, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I mean, like when you look at some of the most successful people on, on the planet, they've had just an abnormal, you know, life. Just an, not, not necessarily abusive or alcoholic mum, but just like, a, like a, a not a normal life, okay? Like a, a normal life is, I don't know, like, a, a, you know, your parents are still together. You have a sister, a little brother, a big sister, you know, whatever. You, you have a stable income, a stable life. Don't to worry. You have friends. I don't have any of that. I do credit a lot to that because it's, it's a chip on your shoulder. It's a chip on your shoulder. And I feel like there's nothing better than that. There's nothing better than growing up and I wanted to prove people, you know, so. And I have loads on my shoulder. I want to keep <laughs> You're doing it, man. You're just doing it. So we're on <laughs> to the last but one question. So, um, this is obviously the Back to Your Future series. So it's a social experiment. I wanted to interview people where they are now in life, where their background is. We've got all of your background. We know that you're crushing Facebook, doing so well on that. What do you think? I'm going to interview you now every year. And actually, you know what? I might give it up. I might not do this uh, in the next year or two years or three years because I've gone on to something different. But um, each of these 20 people that I've chosen are totally different backgrounds and they've all got different aspirations over the next five years. So what does one year, two year, three year, four year, five years look like for you? Have you thought that far ahead? Um, I, I haven't thought, you know, one year, two year, three years, but five years I can kind of see. I mean, if I were to say, for example, um, I expect to be at seven figures without a doubt. Then, um, I expect to be, you know, keep doing what I'm doing right now when it comes to the Facebook side of things. I'm not going to move away from it too quickly. Um, I expect to, business to do, you know, five times better. Um, in five years, like, I, I do expect yeah, um, I don't know. To be to be someone inspiring others, you know, in in, in that in that sort of way, you know, and, and to be making a ton of money without a doubt, it's a ton of money. Um, I don't I don't really know a number, but millions without a doubt, um, inspiring a lot of people, helping a lot of people. Um, so Are you expecting to have a team of people to help you develop that, or is it just going to be you, Nikki? And do you want to grow into kind of a business where you uh, employ others as well? Yeah, I, I think it's needed. Yeah, I think within the next year, in the next year, so say you interview me in a year, I, I do, I do think there will be um, people working for us. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. I think it's needed when you want to scale past a certain point. So, so yeah, so I'm, I'm looking forward to that. Um, again, like I wanted to, like when it, I mean, for example, in a year's time, okay, like this is, this is like, a, I guess, a solid goal. Um, I posted in Facebook the other day, I wanted the, the group to be the go-to place and the biggest place when it comes to organic traffic. And in a year, without a doubt, that will happen. Like we are growing at a tremendous rate. And I just know for a fact it's going to happen because nobody's banging out as much content and just for free in our space as, as, as we are. I know there's a million like people like Gary, people like Ty, people like Grant. They give so much. This is a, this is a, different, this is a different level. There's tens of millions of dollars coming in, you know. Yeah. But, but where we are, I, I do expect within a year, so when you interview me in a year, without a doubt, 100%, we will be the biggest, um, the biggest people when it comes to organic traffic and Facebook. And you know, the other thing that, like I said, right at the start as well, the, the other thing that impresses me the most is the engagement because I'm a member of other groups as well that have got 10,000, 20,000, 50,000 people that are in that group 
but a lot of the posts are getting 10 likes or 20 comments and things like that. You just think, Jesus, if the group's that big and nobody's engaging in it, whereas in your group, you've got 3,000 people now, is it? And it's just, you're getting hundreds and hundreds of comments and likes and loves and things like that. So that's, and, and people sharing it as well. So that to me is a testament of just how good the group is. Definitely. And it's, and yeah, it's tremendous support, mate. And to be honest, like being 100% honest, I have no idea how we've you know, become that on the engagement side of things. I, I do credit it probably more to how we're not constantly trying to sell something. Like a lot of groups out there who I, you know, who are run by people who are very respectful in the industry, who, are, who have a lot to offer more than us, but they're just constantly selling, 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 selling. And then everyone's like, well, what is this? You know, they don't engage. And that's what Gary said. Um, it was a video we did a few days ago where about, you know, just offering stuff for free. People will love you for it, honestly. Like, it can be the most simple things, you know. Um, I don't, I, you know, for, for, the, for, the, for the things that we give out for free, um, none of it is that complicated. For me, I'm, I'm writing and I'm thinking, like, are people, are people going to really read this like it? I do. So I think a huge, huge thing goes to that. You know, yeah, yeah. Always trying to, you know, always sell. Because the way I see it is if you're starting your online journey right now, and you'll make, you have a job, then you have a couple hours, two, three hours a day to put it on, on the online side. And you're making ends meet, you're making the food on the table, pay the bills. Then don't, don't even gonna make money, mind you. Bang out a ton of stuff for three, six months and you, it will pay you back tenfold. The money will follow eventually, yeah, yeah. Totally get that. Totally get it. So that's it, man. We're on the final question. How can people reach you online? You've got the, the Good Karma Business Group, and uh, that's the main place, and obviously connect with you. I don't know if you're up to your 5,000 uh, maximum yet on, uh, on Facebook friends, but um, yeah, how can, people, how can people reach you online? <laughs> yes, they can. Uh, yeah, send me a, uh, a friend request on Facebook and just connect with me on Facebook. That's the main place or on Instagram. Uh, I'm Josh Cousins. I'm not really too active on there, but the main places will be my profile, so Josh Cousins, or Good Karma Business, uh, the Facebook group. So that's the two places you're most likely going to reach me. Um, and yeah, just definitely, uh, definitely looking forward to it. And um, yeah, mate, that was a very, very good interview. And looking forward to see if everyone online right now is where they're going to be in five years, doing this sort of stuff in five years. That's, I mean, you're the the concept of it was so interesting to me so interesting to me because it'd be phenomenal just to, to really be jumping on you like jumping on a, on, a, on an interview with you in five years it would be just absolutely absolutely yeah. and we look back at this and go oh my god remember what i said in year <laughs> one it's totally different but no i really appreciate that man and what i'm going to do is post it across all of, when um, when i've got all the video processed and whatever i'm going to in the next week or two i'm going to put it across all of my social medias as well and then i'll send you the links to it so you can put it into the group if you want to as well but uh, no i really appreciate that josh and thank you so much man and i'll talk to you really absolutely soon. definitely man definitely yeah was um was great was great and thank you so much Love it. Take care, man. Yeah, you too, man. Bye-bye.